Welcome to A Moment with m and MJ. Hey everybody, Mike and Mary Jo Ryder. Hi. Here we are. We're recording and it's Mother's Day, so yep. I do just want to mention Happy Mother's Day. Happy and Mother's I know Day. that many people will watch this on a day that's not Mother's Day and maybe even years from now. But, you know, all moms, you're worthy of so much honor. So mm-hmm. You're this worth is, it. It's just a way to say thank you and we appreciate all the moms. Amen. Absolutely. Um... Do you want to jump right in? You do. Like both feet? You do. <laughs> I do, do I? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Um, it's kind of interesting. The other day we were having a conversation about compassion. And we were talking about, um, we were just talking about the Lord. And I grabbed my little journal that I have and I started writing. Mm-hmm. And we found... Um, a note out of the Dake Bible was talking about healing. And there was not one time when Jesus healed, do we see him fail to have compassion. And we see that all throughout the Bible. Uh, I wrote down some references uh, of Jesus having compassion. Uh, Matthew 14, 13 through 14, Jesus has compassion on the multitude and fed 5,000, not counting women and children from five loaves and two fish and took up 12 baskets of leftovers. Just kind of paraphrasing this. Mark 8, 8, 1 through 3, Jesus has compassion on the multitudes. Again, feeds 4,000 from seven loaves and a few small fish and takes up seven baskets of leftovers. Uh, Mark chapter 1, 40 and 42, 40 through 42, Jesus has compassion on the leper and cleanses him. Okay, so he has compassion on the hungry, right? And he has compassion on the sick. So okay. a lot of compassion. Yes. Uh, Matthew 20, 34, Jesus has compassion for two blind men and heals them. Okay. And then Luke 10, 33 is the parable of uh, the good Samaritan. The despised Samaritan came upon the man, beaten, stripped, and robbed, and had compassion on him, treated his wounds, took him to an inn, and paid for his care. Okay. And one of the teachers that we we talked to actually believes that that parable is a parable and it's talking about Jesus being the Samaritan. So that's neat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is kind of neat, but you think about it and it totally holds water because that's what Jesus does with us. He finds us in the condition that other people would pass us by and he has compassion on us. Some, uh, some translations say he has pity. He took pity on him or on us and binds our wounds and pays for our care. And he paid for our care and our healing with his own stripes and his own blood. Yes, which we mentioned just recently. Amen. Yes. That's still just, it, it, it still is just kind of hard to go through uh, Isaiah 53 and not just be moved with compassion for the Lord in times, you mm-hmm. know. Because of what he was yeah. willing to do for us. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and then his compassion, I took a few notes, um, and one of them was that Jesus, his compassion for us drove him to the cross. And his his compassion for the lost, his compassion for the sick, mm-hmm. uh, the broken and the destitute drove him right to the cross. And he did it willingly because of that. And I just... I don't know. It kind of it kind of makes your head go tip just a little bit potentially, but still at the same time, you just wow. Well, you can be so overwhelmed with 
what he did and what he was willing to do. Yes. Um, compassion for us drove him to the cross, to the whipping, the beating, the scourging, and the mocking. His compassion for us is limitless. And I think as Christians, our compassion for the lost, for the hurting, for the sick, uh, and the destitute should be limitless also. And be developed. Yes. You know, that we, we practice it. Yes, to that point where, mm-hmm. it's, where it's limitless. And it just is an instant thing. I mean, it's not anything we have to stop and look and say, oh, wait a minute. Uh, okay, that guy over there is having some problems. I'm supposed to be compassionate. Okay, Lord, give me, give me. You see people like that and instantly. You're just like, your heart goes out to them. I looked up uh, in the Strong's, uh, the compassion. You're moved in your most inward parts with, with, you know, not really pity, but kind of pity, but just the, the desire to see that person have a better life, the desire to see that person born again and to be free from the addictions, the sickness, the, the junk. Well, I think we definitely their life. see an increase in our, probably in our caring for other people as, Absolutely. as we are developed in our journey with the Lord mm-hmm. and with what the Word of God says and what it brings through us mm-hmm. as people. Mm-hmm. I'm tied in some faith into this too. Um, we need to have faith in, faith in his love, compassion, healing, salvation, restoration, delivering power and love before we see it. Since as believers, we walk by faith, not by sight. Our faith in the healing power of Jesus Christ and the finality of it, the, the, it, is the, it is a 100% done deal, mm-hmm. um, needs to be above and, and be above and before the manifestation before the absence of symptoms. Okay. Our faith in the finished works of Christ coupled with our compassion for the lost, hurting, broken, and sick will result in an explosion of miracles. And I think that's pretty, that's pretty awesome because you look at some of the great, um, the, the people that the Lord used in years gone by for the healing revivals mm-hmm. for, um, the outpourings of the spirit, the great awakenings. It was, and I've been reading some history on some of these from the first great awakening around uh, the end of the 18th century, about the year 1800. And these ministers literally did have a burning compassion for the lost and began to go out and preach and revival broke out. So compassion, I, I really think compassion is a very critical key in ministry. I don't think we can minister effectively, if at all, without compassion for the people that we're ministering to, you know. So how would you, you know, how would you encourage somebody to develop their compassion or to become better at it? Would it, would it just be like understanding and then practice? I think that, yes, I think also to um, ask the Lord to give us the same compassion for the lost, the hurting, the sick, the broken that he has Mm -hmm. because his spirit lives on the inside of us. Mm -hmm. Okay. And he will give us all things. If any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, but let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. James chapter one, and God will give it 
God will give him wisdom. But I believe God will also give us compassion because he is compassionate. As he is, so are we in this world. That's true. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think that's a great starting point. And there was somebody that we've known for years who actually would pray that, Lord, I thank you that I have the same compassion for people that Jesus had or that Jesus has, has. you know, and began to really act in faith on that. And the faith rose up and the compassion rose up. And you, you do see that you see miracles, you see deliverance. You, you, when, when your heart goes out to people who are bound with anything, then you know that the compassion of you don't even know them. You mm-hmm. know, you see a homeless per- person walking down the street and your heart goes out to them. That's the compassion of the Lord. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, absolutely. See, our faith in God and his word has to be, must be, over and above every circumstance, sickness, infirmity. Uh, then we will be instruments through whom God will work. Uh, doubt and unbelief keep Christians bound in sickness, bondage, etc., because they convince people to walk by sight and not by faith. These demons of doubt and unbelief, spirits of doubt and unbelief, they convince people to walk by sight. Compassion defined. I thought this was really good when I wrote it down. It's a characteristic of God and Christ and should be of believers. I found this in the Dake Bible. Compassion is that drawing and agitation of the innermost parts at the sight of any distressed or miserable object or person. And it can be, uh, you know, compassion for an animal. Like you see a sick or hurting animal and you want to go help it, mm-hmm. you know. It causes action in the innermost being to bring deliverance from such unlawful and human misery and inhuman misery and suffering. I mean, you think about the Lord, you know, mm-hmm. that pretty much defined him. Is He was like, no, I'm done with my people being broken and sick and bound by the devil. I'm going to the cross. Yeah, he took I'll it go. so that we could be set free. Mm-hmm. Which Amen. is awesome. It is. That's precious. You had also the, didn't you have the definition of compassion from um, like the Greek? or? Yeah, it was an interesting Greek word that um, I'm still wondering if I even want to try again to pronounce it. Uh, <laughs> it's Okay, so the self, self-pronunciation is splangnid, splangnidzomi. It's spelled S-P-L-A-G-C-H-N-I-Z-O-M-A-I. Mm. Praise the Lord. <laughs> That's kind of interesting, but... That goes back to that definition that I shared earlier, to be moved in the inward parts or to feel compassion. And when your heart begins to hurt mm-hmm. for a person, your heart aches for them, your heart goes out to them, however it is that you want to say it. Uh, it's from our innermost being, too, that we ha- we're filled uh, with the Holy Spirit, like you said before. Mm-hmm. And so when that flows through you, flows out of you like living water, mm-hmm. you're going to, you know, you're going to be, you know, a flow, I guess, a river of healing and and um, delivery to, to people. And I, I think that's, that's the Holy Spirit moving through you. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one scriptural example that kind of, it kind of fueled this whole thing. When in Luke chapter 7, verses 11 through 18, we find 
um, a widow, okay, is, I'm going to just go there in the Amplified real quick, but just the backstory of it is a widow is having her son taken out of the city to be buried. Okay, and Jesus sees it, and it really is just amazing to me the picture that is painted here. And um, soon afterwards, Jesus went into a town called Nain, N-A-I-N, and his disciples and a great throng accompanied him. Just as he drew near the gate of the town, behold, a man who had died was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow, and a large gathering from the town was accompanying her. It was probably the mourners, okay? And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her. And notice it doesn't say that he had compassion on the dead man. Right. He had compassion on the mother. That's good. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think there's a key in there that we can unlock that it doesn't necessarily have to be the sick person. It can be like somebody who is caring for the sick person. It can be like this one, the mother of, of the child. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got to really be willing to have our eyes open to have the Lord direct us with the compassion that he has for whoever it is in the situation. That's good. Right. Right. So, but yeah, he said to her, do not weep. And he went forward and touched the funeral buyer was the, um, uh, carrying platform that the dead person was carried on. And the pallbearers stood still. And he said, young man, I say to you, arise from death. And the man who was dead sat up and began to speak. And Jesus gave him back to his mother. Hmm. <laughs> Profound and reverent fear seized them all, and they began to recognize God and praise and give thanks, saying, A great prophet has appeared among us, and God has visited his people in order to help and care for and provide for them. Sounds like compassion to me. Very much. Yeah, and just to, to have that re-put into that scripture to help and care for them and provide for them. Right. So I think if you're on the fence about christianity Mm -hmm. get some more information about jesus and what he was willing to do for you and the compassion that he has for you and have that you know your faith built up when you know the compassion that flowed from jesus how much he cares for you Mm -hmm. and how much he cares for you and your family and then just you know, kind of start to to grow and develop in your trust of, of him right? and who he is and how he can provide for you. Right, exactly. And that's one thing that we can do to help show that mm-hmm. from the Lord. And we've been doing that. We've got some newer people that we've met that are struggling and they're... they're it just almost seems like they're being apologetic, but we just tell them, we just tell them all the time, look, you don't have to perform perfectly for us to care about you. You don't have to perform perfectly for God to care about you. That's true. Very okay. True. And was just exhorting them that it doesn't change how much we care. It doesn't change how much we want to help. It doesn't change how much, you know, God loves them. It doesn't change that at all. Mm-hmm. 
because that's all that's that's consistent and pretty much constant. Mm-hmm. So, but yes, if if you're if you're questioning whether you're good enough for God to really appreciate you, use you, forgive you, the answer is none of us are. None of us are. However, he knew that. And Jesus said, you know what, Lord, I will go and help them to be that way. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll pay the price for them anyway. Jesus went to the cross. He was, Isaiah 52, 14 is where, kind of where that messianic prophecy starts. They said um, that he was beaten until he was unrecognizable as a man and his face was marred more than any other and they turned away from him in horror. Mm -hmm. And then it goes through Isaiah 53 where it says um, he was beaten and crushed for our sins and our transgressions and by his stripes we are healed. He willingly did that. Compassion drove him to go through all of that for us. Even though he knew millions would reject him. They would reject the gift that he gave us and would reject the sacrifice that he made for us. But then there's going to be so many that will say, I will accept what Jesus did for me. Yes. And they will will receive him. Jesus to be Lord of their life. Amen. Amen. That's precious. So if that's you today, be bold and say, Jesus, be Lord of my life. Amen. And it doesn't have to be some long, eloquent prayer. I mean, prayer is simply just talking to the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can just you can just talk to him and say, Lord, you know what? I recognize my need for for you, and I ask you to come into my life. I want to live for you. I want to learn about you. And go from there and get in touch with us because we would love to know if you've made that decision and we want to help you to grow in your walk. And that's part of why we're doing what we're doing here with the podcast is to is to help you grow and to hopefully just give you some inspiration to continue on the path and then to learn a little bit about different things about the Lord, too, like the compassion thing today was it was really stirring up strong in us here in the last little while. So, yeah, like Mike said, let us know because LTS Ministries, we do, we would send you a Bible. Yes. Or yes. we can get you in contact with mm-hmm. one that you can download, I believe, onto yes. your phone. Mm-hmm. Yes, so. absolutely. So, yeah, it would be great to let us know. Just let us know if you've made the decision. We'd love to hear from you. Um, if you would like to consider partnering with the ministry, we'd love to have you praying for us. Let us know. Drop a email to us in the link below. And if you would, if you feel it on your heart to support us financially, there's also a link down there to be able to do that. You can do it one time, recurring. Um, and we would be honored and very, very blessed and believe that God would be richly blessing you for your sowing into our life. And we would appreciate that. So, amen. Yes. Compassion. Yes. Let's go. Let's be compassionate <laughs> for people and show God's love. Yes, absolutely. For people as we as we, in our everyday life. Mm-hmm. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. We appreciate your prayers. We appreciate your comments. We appreciate you sharing this with somebody who you think would be blessed by it. And we love you very much. And God bless until next time. Thank you so much.